What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on 104.5 and 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. We're hanging out here on this wonderful Monday, bringing in the week, welcoming you to March. Oh, yeah. It's already yeah. a new month. New month. New month, new you. Is new that month, new me. New, new phone, who dis? New phone, who dis? Uh, this is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. Who dis? Oh, yeah. He doesn't know. He doesn't know anymore. And we're just hanging out here, enjoying ourselves on this wonderful, wonderful Monday. Uh, how you been, buddy? I've been great. This has been a good weekend for us. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. It was a great weekend. Um, where where were we? Do you want to tell people? Oh, we were at the homestead for the Houston Outlaws, the Overwatch team. That's right. So for those who don't know, um, the Overwatch League has existed. This is its third season. Mm-hmm. And the way that it works is the first season, even though... They've assigned teams to cities. The first season, everybody was in L.A. together. Then the second season, they did four select home stands. So, like, when they formed the league, like, there's the Dallas team, there's the Houston team, there's the L.A. team, but everybody was in L.A. And then last year, they went to four cities and kind of toured the product a little bit. Mm -hmm. This year, all the teams are getting homesteads. So this weekend was the first time the Houston Outlaws got to play in front of the Houston crowd. Right. And it was just a great time. We had a great time at the pre-thing that they had hosted. Yeah, they hosted a like a meet and greet on Friday night up at Top Golf in Cypresswood in spring and we uh we went we made sure to stop by that and say hello and hang out. Mm-hmm. Um just an incredible weekend of kismet. Right. Like, weird opportunity. Yeah. So, okay, I guess we're going to wind up telling a cool story here, I feel like. All right, before we do that, go ahead and tell everybody about our friends, The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More. I've got all kinds of events coming up. Tuesday, March 3rd, is Star Wars X-Wing from 6 to 8 p.m. So this is every Tuesday night. they got the Star Wars X-Wing running. If you're new to the game, if you're already playing, this is a great time to come on down. they got tables reserved for you. Saturday, March 7th, from 2 to 6, is the Magic the Gathering Ravnica Allegiance Booster Draft. Uh, entry fee is $15. First place gets $30 in-store credit. Second gets 20 And third gets 15 And everyone who places gets a promo pack. And Sunday, March 8th, from 4 to 8 p.m., is the D&D Junior Adventurers League. $5 entry, or if you spend $5 in the store, you get to play for free. Yeah. Okay. Um. So... Adventure begins. Obviously, they hold my comic books there. Love them. Great people. Wonderful place. We wonderful we're, place. We're there all the time. Um, kind of a funny story we can tell about that too today. Yeah, that like that everything. Crazy. Everything it, is like a perfect storm. Today like, was this this weekend was like the nerd thug radio like Twilight Zone. Right. Like everything that could like come full circle came full circle. So Friday night, this was crazy. We. We're up top golf. We we do the media stuff, and we just we decide we're gonna hang out for a little while and just uh, they've they've rented out a bunch of bays, mm-hmm. and so we said all right, well we'll sit around and hit some golf balls. So we waited for a table to empty, and as it did, uh, Nico and I walked up, and uh, a father and son walked up, and then about a second after us, another guy and a young kid walk up, and the six of us decide we'll just share the bay together. We'll all have a good time. Mm-hmm. No one's, you know, no one's possessive or anything, so it's not a big right. deal. It's top golf. It's not really that serious. Right. So we're sitting around hitting golf balls. We're all laughing and talking. And it turns out that the father and son who walked up first were from 
Idaho. Mm-hmm. And the son has been a Linkser fan for a really long time. That's the username of one of the players on the Overwatch team. Yep. So for Christmas, he asked his dad to come down. And so the dad and him have come down to watch the Outlaws play. Yep. That's that's already just like a weird, crazy thing. Right. Like, it's it's such a funny like thing to just run into someone who came down just for this. Yeah, because I, I wouldn't have guessed that they were there yet, right? Like, right. esports is a big deal, but but I wouldn't have guessed that... You know, people are coming down, you know, states away. Right, exactly. Like just to watch what's happening. It'd be like if someone flew in town to watch the Sacramento Kings play. Right. You're like, there's other things there, right? Like, there's literally nothing else going on in Houston right now. I'm sure there is tons of stuff. But there I mean, is like, rodeo cook off and all that, but like they weren't really they weren't there for the rodeo. They no, were they there were for there for this. Outlaws. So, so, oh man, sorry, excuse me. Oh my gosh, Radio 101 etiquette just yawned into the mic. Yeah, good job. Great entertainment. You're welcome, America. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so talking to them a little bit and just kind of intrigued by their story and they're coming. They're coming down to do this, and this is cool. This is the first time the Outlaws have played in front of Houston, so this is exciting. Right. So it is kind of a cool thing for someone to come down to. If they're a fan of it, it's just I don't. I guess I didn't realize the level of fandom people already have about this. Right. So also while we're there, we meet this kid who he's there with his son as well, and these two people could not be more different. Um, mm. They appear to be different races. They appear to be. Not quite of the two group. Like the kid looked too old to belong to the kid who the guy who looked this young. Right. So it was an odd combination to say the least. Mm-hmm. But the six of us we play golf. We're sitting around. We're enjoying ourselves, bonding, whatever. We're having a good time. So say lovey. We go our separate ways. See you in the night. Don't think anything more of it. Uh, fast forward here to Sunday. We are. We're watching. We're watching the Houston Outlaws play. They win the match. Everyone's excited. Everyone's pumped. Uh, the team is signing a jersey, and then they hand it to a kid, and it's the kid from Friday night. It's it's the same kid that was we were playing golf with. And then all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, that's crazy. So fast forward a little bit later, we're back in the media room, which was stationed in Hard Rock Cafe, and we're kind of chillaxing, and we're talking to some people, and uh, this this lady walks in, and she kind of is in the conversation. We're all talking. Then it turns out that she is the girlfriend of one of the assistant coaches of the Outlaws. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, man, that's interesting. All right, cool. So then we're all talking. We're hanging out. We're chit-chatting. And the Hard Rock had closed down for this media event. It's a signing with the players, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So we can't even order food. So we have to leave to go to another restaurant. So she and us decide we're going to bail on the media stuff and just go eat. And just kind of chit-chat and have a good time because they're new uh, up here to the Woodlands. And so we're all just uh, sitting around talking. Her uh, her boyfriend joins us. We're sitting there talking. And then it turns out the kid comes up again. And it turns out he'd actually gotten to meet all the outlaws the day before and had won a contest and had been promised a signed jersey if they won the Saturday match. But they lost. So to make up to him when they, they won him. today, they, they gave, gave him it today's. To him. Um, and they were talking about how awesome and how positive the kid was and like how great he was, but it was weird because we were like, oh, we hung out with that kid on Friday. Uh, and so then as we're going to leave uh, dinner tonight or dinner last night, we're driving, we're driving out of downtown and we drive 
right past the event center again, and walking out is the father and son from Idaho again. Right. I, I, just, I just so happened to see the back of his, like, just basically just the back of his head, but I immediately recognized it was him. <laughs> it's so weird because you go, oh, it's the Idaho guys. And I was like, really? So, uh, I mean, I think we, the statute of limitations is up. I ran a red light. We 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 make some <laughs> evasive maneuvers. And we, we made the block, and I cut him off and said hello to him. We sat there talking for a few minutes, made sure they had a good trip, made sure they enjoyed themselves. They were actually sitting up near us, they said, uh, but they had been... Right before the Houston Outlaws match started, the Outlaws sent ushers to the top area where the media and were just like the cheap seats, you know. And they they said, "Hey, anybody who wants to sit on the floor to help crowd the shots and all that, come down. Let's get the energy going." And so a lot of the fans went down there, and so they actually were sitting somewhere up there with us. And then they were they, they got to come down. down to the fourth row, which is a pretty big deal. That's pretty awesome. So and then he had a sign. Did you see the kid's sign? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. So they had made a sign. The guy's wearing a jersey of his favorite player. They're sitting there having a great time. Um, it was just weird kind of starting the weekend with these same six people and then ending, ending it with, with the same six people in a same. different way. Uh, it was it was, it was was a crazy weekend, though. Very serendipitous. Very great. We had a great time. Shout out to everybody involved. Uh, we're now got to name drop Peggy every week until we get – Right. We, we need until our own graphic cool. up on the Overwatch League. It was – We'll leave it at that. We'll, we'll email something in, Peggy. Don't right. worry. Don't worry. We got you. Don't worry, Peggy. We got you. Um, but, yeah, we had a blast. It was really fun. Uh, I highly recommend anybody just checking out the Overwatch League just in general. It's it's fantastic to watch. There's yeah, really it, was no, really, it was really cool to watch live. There's a lot of energy in that room. Oh, and it was so great. Uh, so the match for people who, if you follow sports at all, you'll you'll be able to keep up with most of this. It's essentially stru- structured like tennis where there's rounds and then winners of rounds get the point. First to three points wins. Mm-hmm. So it could ultimately be up to five rounds in a match. Well, the Outlaws, um, they drop the first point. And, like, they're 0-5 coming into this match. So uh, suddenly, like, the air lets out of the room. Oh, man. It's brutal because, like, we're all hyped up. We're all going. There's chants and there's clapping and there's cheering. And then all of a sudden, dead, dead silence. Because they had actually been up in the, in the, in the fight. And then uh, Toronto came from behind and suddenly they kind of oh, stole it from us. Right, and we're yeah. like, oh, oh, cool. We, we just We just lost. Cool. Right. So, super big wind out of the sails. To the point that the announcers actually made the comment, like, hey, it's okay, guys. Everyone we'll stay survive. with it. Um, <laughs> and then from that point on. The outlaws were just on it. They yeah. were just on it. They looked great. Uh, everything was working. Uh, one, There's been a couple of players who've kind of been going through some things. So, give a shout out to them. Uh, player Linkser, the Idaho people were a fan of his. He hadn't played yet this season. Uh, he'd mm-hmm. been away from the team dealing with illness or some mental history or whatever the situation. I thought I read somewhere that it was mental health, and uh, somewhere else I thought I read he had the flu. So don't know which it is. Those are very different stories. But so, either way, he had spent his time he's, away. He's been away from the team. And so he, this was his debut this weekend, and he had some good moments in the first match in the first weekend, but they, then they, they lost. So it, it's kind of... He did get subbed out in the middle of the, in, after this, his first round, but he did end on a very strong appearance. Yeah, so today he like, started kind of quiet, but then he finished the last match that he was in before they subbed him out. 
Oh, just on fire. Yeah. Like, like seven bring or eight in, kills, bring the, kind of. Bringing the heat. Like, he, he took out almost the entire team in, like, two seconds. Right. At two different times, he was just, like, crushing them. And so, right at the end, they finish strong. We finish up. We finish excited. The energy is big in the in the arena. And then they come out with a substitution. Mm-hmm. And, and you, then, can, you can almost hear the audience asking why out loud. Right. Everyone's like... Why? And it turns out, game plan, they had it figured out because they were Well, and one of the other problems, one of the other reasons that people are kind of questioning it was the, the substitution was Lynx, uh, Lynxer came out, and a guy named Blase came in, and Blase, who the talk around the league is that he's a good player, he's he came over to the Overwatch this, to the Outlaws this year, and he's not known for any sort of gr- he hasn't been having a great season. Granted, we're 0-5. No one's been having a great season. Right. No one's out here like, man, right. if, if it wasn't for this. Right. Although, to hear the assistant coach tell it, Mecco's been playing incredible. Right. Um, I guess we'll have to kind of pay attention to that. Like, they see things we don't, though. Right. So. Well, I mean, they're a coach. I'd hope so. That's <laughs> their enough. job. Fair enough. Uh, but so, Blase hasn't been, hasn't been doing great either. Right. So, Linkser finally gets it going. They win. And then they, they go to halftime, they come out, and it's Blase in place of Linkser, and suddenly people are going, yeah, and then what Dante, just happened? Dante's in instead of Hydration, I think. Yeah, correct. So basically they subbed out their DPS their DPS units, and they did it because the people these two guys play are great for the maps that were coming up, mm-hmm. and it worked perfectly. It worked oh, perfectly. Yeah. They, uh, we'll, we'll probably go, we'll probably talk about this again in our sports show. But they yeah. just dominate this match. They yeah, they go. They, they crush Toronto. Absolutely crush them. Uh, it goes from like a really worried, uneasy, like sigh of relief when we score our first point to oh my god, we're just slapping them now. <laughs> yeah, they they did a. Um, it's Doomfist and Sombras, the two they wind up playing, and both of them have huge moments over the next match. That where you're just like, okay, well, this is this is why they wanted him in. Yeah, okay, it makes perfect sense. Doomfist has like a 15 kill streak in the first yeah. time he shows up, and then everyone's like, oh, this is why they subbed out Linkser. <laughs> this is why they did that. Okay, that makes sense. Um, it was interesting. We had a lot of conversation with uh, with this particular assistant coach, and we won't go into details or, or name drop anybody or anything, but um, it was interesting to kind of learn about strategy and about how like how they talk about things behind the scenes. Yeah, no, it's definitely some cool insight. Um, it definitely opens your eyes to just how serious these people take this stuff. And of oh, course yeah. they should. Like this is what you're making a living this, at. This is this is their they're professionals. This is their job. Right. But um and that's definitely not saying it's easy. It's a no, lot it's of definitely skill. Not. And they but they were talking about a lot of scouting, a lot of like uh Tendencies, things of that nature that they lock onto and predict and watch and analyze. It's like it's it's literally like any other sport where there's like film study and yeah, no like strategy. Sure. Like it's a it's a very real like anybody who's kind of like doing the hard eye roll when someone talks about iSport or esports, iSports, is, <laughs> iSports is is not paying attention. No, these things got real. Real fast. This thing did get real. They've been real since StarCraft, if we're being honest. But that's true. That's a fair point. Um, yeah, it was. But it was a fascinating weekend. It was great. It was very serendipitous. Oh, this is just. It was just like everything was like. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Everything that kind of set up Friday finished today like in a perfect circle. It was kind of really interesting. Uh, one of the one of the interns who was just helping with the marketing team because they go to U of H for marketing. 
mentioned that they have a friend who lives in New Caney, so they recognized us because they bumped into us at Adventure Begins right in January. And uh, yeah, it was just kind of full a, circle. Full yeah, circle. full circle. It was just Every, kind of a really great everything that could possibly happen, <laughs> like came back around to it. It just it went really well. It was a great weekend. Uh, we want to thank. Um, Obviously, the Overwatch League for having us out there, and also thank uh, Tadpole Communications, mm-hmm. and thank uh, thank Peggy. We're just gonna name. She told us not to, so we're name dropping Peggy specifically. Specifically, she said she doesn't want people to know who she is. So, what's up, Peggy? What's going on? Uh, before we get out of here, let me go ahead and just tell you guys about our friends, Tiger Rock Martial Arts. Allow me to introduce. Allow me to introduce you guys to Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jujitsu, among other courses. Helping to improve your physical fitness and raise your confidence, Tiger Rock Martial Arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up and show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone seeking a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change needs to reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better today make sure to go to i believe it's tigerrockmartialarts.com and you can check out the website um, just google tiger rock martial arts i don't, don't want to give you the wrong guidance there but there are four locations in houston one of them on 1488 and once you're a member of tiger rock you are able to go to all the locations go to any of the locations to get your classes and do your scheduling and all that so get on the website check it out they're great they work with a lot of people uh, so Tiger Rock Martial Arts, right there on 1488. Make sure you check them out. Uh, we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. Hey, everybody. I'd like to introduce Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Designed to help improve physical fitness and raise confidence, Tiger Rock's martial arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up to show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone interested in a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change should absolutely reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better. TigerRockMartialArts.com The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe, to more Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on 104.5 and 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Um, yeah, how you, you doing all right? You recovered from our fun storytelling from yesterday? Oh, yeah, it's been a blast. It has been. It's been a really good week. Uh, anyway, before we get into anything, I'm going to tell you guys about my friends at Citizen's Grill, from chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to spicy shrimp tacos or our double bone-in pork chop. It's all good at the Woodlands area's newest restaurant and lounge. With two full bars, 40 beers on tap, 23 wines by the glass, and our huge family-friendly patio, Citizens Grill is sure to please. Find us on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from the Escape Theater in Del Webb. Open weekdays 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and weekends 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. 
Uh, Citizens Grill, they're great. We uh, we hang out there on their patio a lot. Mm-hmm. They have a great patio there. We've do, been doing the Overwatch party stuff there. It's been fun. Uh, yeah, man. I, pricing's good. 12 13 bucks gets you almost everything on the menu. Yeah, there's some, some big things like that. The chicken tender dinner is like ridiculous. Oh, huge. crazy amounts of food. Chicken fried steak's massive. The sides are really big. Yeah, and the sides are really, really good too. Uh, so... Make sure to check them out. Uh, we're going to be up there quite a bit. we got a lot of things going on. I'm starting to put together, if you're hearing this, this is the first day we've started talking about this. I want to put together a beer tasting group. Ooh. Participate in some of the local beers there. They've got several local beers. Uh, so I'm going to begin the machinations of making this happen. I'm, I'm aiming for next week. I'm going to post something probably this afternoon or tonight on the page, the details of the first beer Beard. meeting. Beer meeting. Beer meeting. Um, anyway, yeah, man, so there's just been a lot going on. Have you checked out Netflix lately? Uh, yeah, um, I ended up watching The Foreigner on uh, on Netflix with the family. You know, such a great family movie <laughs> about like, murder I mean, and About dying. a guy losing a family. Right. Yeah, that's a little dark. Um, yeah, Great movie, though. <laughs> great movie. So Jackie Chan has, has jumped on the new genre of old action star doing one more brutal action movie. And he makes one where he's uh, a former spy living a quiet life in Ireland? Uh, England. In England. When the IRA, like remnants of the IRA, uh, are making a play for freedom against the European Union. It's such a weird plot. Right. It really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But his daughter gets blown up in the beginning of the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. So he then spends the movie going after the people involved. Yeah. And just making really strong points. <laughs> um, like, the movie continuously, like... And one thing I actually really like, it, it, one, it constantly escalates, but it's never, like... it. It's never, like, to end the world. It's always, like, reasonable steps. And also, like, it's a really... One is really well choreographed. And none of the fights are like forty-five minutes long. Like this isn't like a an old-style Jackie Chan movie, right? Where a big part of the gimmick was these twenty-eight minute. I don't mean like those are those are specific kind of fight, but this is like very grounded, very yeah. Like a fight would last this long between two very trained people. It wouldn't be like fifty-five minutes of well choreographed. Saying like, that you saying the Jason Bourne fights aren't real? Yeah, they're both so super spy though. I mean, yeah, they're both super spy, and they take like drugs or something, and like they're like genetically modified. I don't yeah. know the born. I always get like weird uh, phantom pain shivers when I mention Jason Bourne. Why? Um, in the first one, they're in Paris, and this guy kicks into the apartment window, and they're fighting, uh-huh. and he takes a pin and he jabs it down his hand. Oh. And it just just really gets you. Just something really triggers about your that. bones. I don't. I don't know. Like I've never been stabbed with a pen. Like, but it immediately makes me feel like. But like you have you you got like pins in your hand when you had your really bad that's car true. accident. That's so maybe true. that's why. Oh, uh, but it's but it's the other. Hey, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe that's just it. Just like super deep seated, like <laughs> way in there, kind of like ancient brain like oh this hurt us before no not again i just feel like when he did it like i remember seeing it in the movie theater and just going oh man that looks like it hurts 
And of course, the other guy's so tough that he pulls it out, you know. And but like, wow. You saying? Are you saying you wouldn't survive if someone did that to you? So here's what I'm saying. First of all, oh my God, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. Like I don't want to. I don't want to fight him. I don't want to fight him. When when Jason Bourne shows up in any movie, I don't want to do it. When the action star, listen. If I'm guy number eight on the security team, and some dude Jason Bourne's guys one through seven, and is just flip kicking and arm barring and disarming and John wicking his way through the crew, mm-hmm. by the time he gets to me, I've already left. Right, like you, you've already you've already watched guys one through three just get completely demolished, and like he's not stopping. So you're like, yeah. I'm just gonna walk out. Because this means that, one, he has less guys to worry about, and two, I'm not dead. Right. So here's the thing. Like, I always have my friends back in a fight. I'm not the guy who's bailing on anybody. But usually when two groups of people collide, there's not one guy just rolling through everybody. It's usually two groups of people smashing into each other like ocean waves. Right. I'm okay with that. All right. Let's get weird. But when one guy's just like just Captain America Batmaning through everything, yeah, like throwing the shields, coming back, Steven Seagal armbar, stop hitting yourselves. Like I don't want to fight that guy. No, like, you're like, you know what? This was a losing battle, and I'm just gonna cut my losses where they stand, and I'm just gonna go away now. Put it this way: Jason Moore winds up killing Pin and Hand guy with a book to the throat. Yeah, that's not definitely how you want to die. No, no, on the long list of ways I don't want to die. Book to the throat goes higher than, like, shot from way far away. <laughs> like, Yeah, like, you know, there's an immediacy to walking out into a room you're not supposed to and then not being alive anymore versus right man who literally shoves, like, he literature. Stabs a pin through your hand, and then now he's hitting you with and, books in the throat. He, yeah, he breaks your trachea with a literature, <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is not where I wanted to go out. And it's like, I don't even like reading this much. Like... <laughs> Not a book. That was, that just feels really invasive. Like I mean, when when John Wick killed the guy with a book, like, that was a trend on Twitter. <laughs> Man, uh, shout out to Bogdanovich. It's um, I think he's from the Clippers. Yeah, he he was the the big dude. Yeah, that's right. It's from the NBA, but uh, a basketball player gets murdered by book. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm supposed to laugh that hard at that, but that's so good. Oh, my God. Not someone murdered with the book. By book. By book. Oh, no. Yeah, it's too good. That's too good. Uh, I also watched Ek Machina over the weekend. Ooh, that movie is weird. I also saw that with my family. That movie really messed with me a little bit, man, because you don't quite realize what's happening until it's way too late. Yeah, no. It was a movie that we rented on the Redbox. Oh like, no! As like, hey, we should watch something. Why? And we were Why? like, we were like, ex machina, because I the Victoria had heard about it somewhere. And okay. She was like, she trying was like, to culture you guys, right? And she was like, <laughs> she's like, I heard this movie was good, so we all sat down in the living room, popped it on, and then we were just all like, uh, and then the ending happened. We were like, uh, <laughs> yeah, wild, yeah, um, wild. And, you know, it's outside the realm of spoiler here. Um, spoilers, I guess, if you're going to watch or haven't watched Ex Machina. Um, the premise is a guy wins a contest at work. He works for a tech company. Mm-hmm. Wins a prim- he wins a contest where he gets to spend a week with the CEO on the CEO's compound. First of all, weird price. Right? Yeah. 
just give me the Apple gift card. I'm not going home with my boss. Give me like a billion dollars. I'll walk out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's better. Um. Anyway, turns out he'd been lied to. And that he'd been specifically chosen because of like his biolog, his like psychological profile shows loneliness, and because he's kind of you mean he's obsessed. a weird, he's like a weird tech guy. He's a weird tech guy, so he's obsessed a little bit with the idea of like computers and like robots and artificial intelligence. And anyway, the guy who play um, the guy who plays the CEO is Oscar Isaac, and so Oscar Isaac's character is trying to get his robot to pass the Turing test, and the Turing test. Is if a human and a robot interact and the human can't tell the difference. Tell the difference. That means the artificial intelligence is past some sort of threshold. mile marker. Threshold is a good word of like autonomy and mental independence, and is its own entity, its own consciousness, so mm. to speak. Um, it's weird. Pretty quick. Pretty quick. Um. Uh, the interviews are, are going weirder and weirder. Seduction begins to happen. There's some sort of tension between the robot and the guy. Um, and then Oscar Isaacs think he's figured it out, and he thinks the guy is on the verge of letting the woman out, letting the robot out, which is proof of the passage of the Turing test. So Oscar Isaac pulls the plug on the experiment, and he reveals to the guy, "Look, I played you. It's all a big joke." Um, the reality is the real Turing test is if she can convince you to set her free, which you obviously were about to, like, that's funny. And he goes, yeah, about that. I'm not about to. I, I already did. And, oh, yeah. That's when you find out the locks have all been disabled and she's loose. Oh, Lord. So Oscar Isaac is freaking out. He goes out there with uh, a free weight bar to try and defend himself. And he's trying to control this robot that wants to be free. So he kills him. So, well, he he has a second robot with him. And while he's fighting the first one, the second robot stabs him. So he then kills the second robot. And while he's dealing with the second robot, this artificial intelligence, she kills him. So then she comes to the guy and you think, oh my gosh, like they're going to leave together. Like what is about to happen in this movie? And then you find out, no, she has no intention of leaving with him. She's locked him back inside the room and totally on her own. She leaves and goes into the real world. Yep. And no one's going to find out for a very long time that those two are dead because there's no outside signal. There's no internet. It's not how this place is designed. Like, it's designed to be isolated and alone. So they're dead for a long time. Well, Oscar Isaacs is dead. The other guy is locked in a room where he's going to starve to death at some point. Right, because there's no food because you need food for a robot. Right, because he's locked in, like, the robot's, like, quarters. Mm Mm-hmm. So he's just going to slowly wither away. Yeah. Backstabbed by a robot he said free. And even worse than that, when he sets his card down into the computers, it shuts everything down. So that's it. It's over. That's it. No power, no opportunity to come back from this. Nope. And she just rides off in a helicopter 
out into the world where no one will know what's going on. Yeah, it's a real good... It's it's a cool movie if you want to watch it, but man, it's pretty... It's fascinating, but it's it's dark. It's messed up. The end is bleak. It's very... Yeah. I didn't see it coming. There's another great movie on Netflix, I Am Mother. I've talked about it before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another really great robot sci-fi movie. I Am His Mother. Really cool, like... Like, it, it places humanity in, like, a weird space. It's it's post-apocalyptic. Like most of humanity's died at this point. And there's one child being raised by a robot. And he calls her mother. And so... What else would you call her, I guess? Right, yeah. So, like, as the plot unfolds, I really don't want to spoil it because it's something you definitely need to watch if you're gonna, if you're at all interested in something, like, a little bit dystopian, a little bit kind of... It's a little bit of a thriller, but, like, nothing, like, super scary happens. Like, it's not super graphic or anything. All right. So, I guess, I guess we got to check it out, huh? But it's a really great movie. It raises some really, really interesting questions. Hmm. Um... Guess we'll guess we'll have to get into that. Philosophy one. and robots. It just seemed uh, thematic. It's a really cool movie. I really, really recommend it. Ridley Scott made Alien and Blade Runner, mm-hmm. and he made them essentially back to back. Yeah, they both have a lot of like synthetic and like fake human in them. Yeah, with like the. It seems like that was kind of a big theme for him. Yeah, hum- like humanity and robotics. I'm like, oh, what's real? What's not real? What's mm-hmm. human? What's not human? Um. Just weird stuff out there. Speaking of being human or not human, um, been watching Love is Blind. That's my Ooh. new trash TV obsession. Isn't the finale happening? Or? The finale has already happened. All uh, right. I don't want to say what couples make it or don't make it, even though by now everyone's watched because it came out Thursday. <laughs> Obviously, uh, you've already seen it. Everyone's already watched the, This was the, They stacked it weird. They did big blocks of like three episodes and three episodes came out each Thursday, and then... Today or thurs this Thursday's batch was just the weddings, and it was all in one hour episode, so three hours, three hours, one hour. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to like appease the weekly crowd and the binge watching crowd. So like, maybe three at once is a good. I think idea. they just. I think honestly, I think they just struggled to make it more than an hour. Like maybe I don't know. Like how much more can you film with these people at this point? Maybe they had like more time allotted, and they're like, however this works out. Well, they're doing a uh, reunion show next week. Ooh, fancy! I'm so, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. I don't care. I need to know what you happens need, next. You need to people. know that love is blind. I don't. Well, I don't really believe love is blind. And also, these people. So here's kind of the brokenness of the experiment. Okay, so. Uh huh. <coughs> As Corey dies off screen. Let's say you join a reality show. Mm-hmm. So you already are in. Yeah, like, I'm in. I'm all in. So then the concept is whoever you talk to the most and enjoy talking to the most, mm-hmm. if you get engaged to them, then the follow-up is if you two are engaged, we're going to take you to a honeymoon right away. And then you have to get married four weeks from now. So four weeks from now is when you got to decide if you want to be with them or not. But you've got five weeks to get into this and figure it out. Right. So I'm surprised more couples didn't at least get engaged and then just kind of play it out. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's a that's a kind of a big step. I feel like for a lot of people that are willing. I, to I, take I agree, it. except you're already on a reality TV show. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's already it's, it's sold one of those, out. It's one of those weird like. 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that far kind of like weird limitations like yeah and it's really not actually that far it's really yeah it's nothing it's not it anything nothing. it literally means nothing and it doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong or bad or something like that it's just like so people have those weird like mental like not hiccups but like almost like a block where they're like ah, this is well, where this, I draw yeah, the line yeah it is a real mint I mean it is a real um like societal goalpost, societal mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, like getting engaged is getting like a big right. de- like a big deal. When you break off an engagement, everyone's like, "Oh no, what happened?" But I, but I do know like some girls who've been engaged like three times. So like, let's let's be real. It's a promise to get married, and a lot of people don't keep their word. So like, I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm just pointing out the facts of the, the people who've been engaged before and then not gotten married. Right. That's uh, not a completely out of the ordinary, but it is always a. Oh no! What happened? Um, kind of one of the couples was like both were in their mid thirties, mm-hmm. and I assume they both had already had sex with other people before. It never came up that they were virgins specifically, but they did not have sex with each other through the show. Mm-hmm. And then they go all the way to the altar. What do you think happened there? Uh, they said no. Why do you say that? I don't know. Just kind of like a oh. We'd you had an entire like honeymoon phase type deal, and you guys didn't even do anything. They did say no, and I I'm was, a genius. I was I. W- that was the only one because they hadn't gotten together yet at that level. And unless I'm not trying to put pressure or situations on people or expectations on people, but if you're gonna spend the rest of your life with somebody, that is something that's important to most people, and most people do have maybe a set of feelings they would publicly say, but then a reality that they would at least be curious about. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're being honest with yourself in your most honest moments, it's an important part of a relationship. Right. And you would want to know as much like about that as possible. Right, where you stand on both sides. Right. So being that out of the five couples, they were the only one that hadn't, it would go. To, it would go to reason. That it would make sense that they would say no. Although I still felt surprised when they did. You were still like, "Wow, I couldn't have seen this coming." Even though, like in the back of your mind, you're like, "Yeah, no, they're not." Yeah, gonna. no, yeah, exactly. Like I was kind of like, "What?" And then, like the rest of me was like, "Yeah, dummy, why?" Would, that doesn't make on. any sense. You would have been more surprised if they said yes, <laughs> right? And I would have been more surprised if they said yes. It was just such an odd. Is that really that weird? It's reality television. Like everything is like just dripped in like excess almost. <laughs> just dripped in excess. Some of the couples were excessive, for sure. Um two two made it, three didn't. Okay. And of the two that made it, I was surprised by one of them. By both actually. Oh, okay. And then of the three that didn't, I was Surprised by two. One of them I knew wasn't going to go through with it. Um, I'm just going to go out. I'm just going to go out on a limb and just say this. I don't think Jessica is a good person. Uh, is this the one you told me about? She's like on in her thirties, and the guy is younger. Yeah, yeah, but, no. But she, the guy is all in, and she's just pooping all over him for it. Yeah, like, no. I'm. Yeah, she. She just like the way you described her, and I'm sure I would feel the same way if I watched the show. Just really garbage person. Yeah, she just. Like she doesn't ever, she doesn't appreciate the things that come her way, and then she—it's clear that she's always looking at other pastors, other pastors. Yes, and And she's trying to. It's clear that she's put herself in that situation, so you really don't feel bad. Yeah, she's a poor decision maker, 
And I would say, I would say though, the more I thought about it, the more I kind of was like disappointed in him a little bit. Like at some point, have enough just man pants yeah. to to say, listen, say, I'm, I'm tired of the noise, right? Because she was dramatic, and they kept getting in little tiffs. Like she would try to twist his words to like start fights. And, and he, he wasn't dealing with it. And he kept like placating at the baby, baby, no, baby, baby. That's not what I said, baby. No, what I was trying to say is no, 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 no. Listen, hear me out, hear me out. Every once in a while, sometimes, and listen, I'm not a Neanderthal. I'm not. I'm not a woman in the kitchen. I'm not a wear your shoes kind of guy. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm very much a feminist, but I have absolutely no issue with saying every once in a while, you gotta, you gotta make some thunder. Like you can't spend your whole life. Right, running from someone, running from the conflict, constantly de-escalating everything at the expense of your own sanity. Like, yeah, at some just point, gonna run in circles at that point. At you're gonna wear yourself out. You are, and at some point, you just gotta bring some thunder and just go look. We're th- what I said is this, and this is what I meant. And if you can't, like, if we're not on this page, then fine. Let's let's have an argument about it. Because right. I'm not baby, 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 baby. This isn't a Justin Bieber song. And like, See what she did there. Yeah, yeah, welcome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Mark, as much as I respected the guy for being like, this is what I want. I'm yeah. 100. I see it, so I want it, and I'm all in. I also feel like he kind of like, kind of dropped the ball. Well, he softballed it a little, like yeah. let himself down. Yeah, for sure. The opportunity to act with some urgency, level of dignity. Yeah. Listen, I don't need the I don't need the world to like me or love me, but I, I would like the world to know that I'm willing to stand up for myself. Right. That's that's, that's, that's all you need. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but anyway, it's a great show. The reunion's going to be this weekend or this week, Thursday. Thursday, the fifth. Is that Thursday? Today's the second. Oh my gosh, March is over already. Yep, the fifth. Um, all right. Before we jump out, why don't you tell our friends about Donnie Utah? Over at Sean Myers Insurance. Donald Williams over at Sean Myers Insurance. There you can shop over 15 national carriers specializing in home and bundling with auto to get maximum savings. They're going to be a part of you. They want to be a part of your family. Going with you line by line, making sure you're saving the most on your insurance. Maybe you're going to need the dinosaur insurance, taking a trip on down to the Jurassic Park. Maybe not. Maybe you're not going to need that. They're going to go with you. Make sure you're getting the most out of your needs or the most for your needs. And nothing more. They're going to save you the most money. Give them a call at 936-760-5963. 936-760-5963. That's Donald Williams with Sean Myers Insurance. Tell them NerdThug Radio sent you. That's right. Let them know that we sent you and get that discount on the dinosaur insurance. Actually, no, he doesn't do discounts. Not from us. But we do want to make sure we're helping them out. So let them know that we sent you. And with that being said, we're going to jump out to a break. And when we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. 
Hey everybody, I'd like to introduce Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Designed to help improve physical fitness and raise confidence, Tiger Rock's Martial Arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up to show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone interested in a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change should absolutely reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better. TigerRockMartialArts.com From chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to spicy shrimp tacos or a double bone-in pork chop, there are many items listed on the menu of the Woodlands area's newest restaurant and lounge. With two full bars, 40 beers on tap, 23 wines by the glass, and a large, family-friendly patio, Citizen's Grill is designed to create a fun atmosphere. Interested in hungry parties can find them on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from the Escape Theater and Dell Webb. Open weekdays 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and weekends 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And interested parties should absolutely check out the Nerd Thug Radio events pages for specials. Hi, Conroe. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. For people interested in saving money on car and home insurance, they should contact Sean Myers Insurance Services. If you look on Google, you'll see plenty of five-star reviews for these guys. They're great. They're an independent agent able to shop over 15 national carriers to find the best coverage at the best price for that customer. They do specialize in home insurance as well as bundling with auto to maximize discounts. They would want you to know that they consider their customers family and that their policy is caring and, and their goal is to bring value by going through your coverage line by line to make sure you actually understand what you have. The interested party should call 936-760-5963 if they're interested in saving money on car insurance today. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe, to some Nerd Thug Radio coming your way on 104.5 and 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Make sure to check out IRLoneStar.com for all your streaming services because that's where we are worldwide. Worldwide. Uh, Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio is where we do our thing. Make sure to like the page, hang out with us. We are creeping up to 1,200 likes, and then we're going to blast our way into a million. So mm-hmm. keep on clickety-clacking, clackety-clicking, click-clank-clook-clack-clink. That sounded dangerous for a second. A little bit. A little, little bit. A little bit. Might not do that anymore. Um, before we get too far in here, I do want to tell you guys about our friend, actually my friend, personal friend, help me out, and I want to give him a lot of credit for it, Anthony Rowe. He's a mobile mechanic. He did roadside service and repair. He came to my house and helped me fix my alternator. Yep. Uh, it was awesome. He did a great job. Um, super fast. Super fast. It was done within under an hour. Computer diagnostic, engine light, fix-a-flat, battery change, lockouts, oil changes, brakes, towing, service repairs. Essentially, if your car's little, if a light comes on, this is the guy you need to call. He comes to you. The fees, uh, it wasn't very expensive. It was really easy to work with him. He's a really great guy. He was really funny. We had a, f- actually had kind of a fun hour while he was while we were messing with the car there. The guy's phone number is 281-670-5822. 281-670-5822. Or go to www.mobileroadservicemechanic.com. Mobile Road Service Mechanic.com. Let Anthony know that we sent you when you're talking to him. Tell him that nerd up in Conroe said you can help me out, get this check engine light taken care of, and he will. And he's going to give you a good price, and it's going to do good work, and it's going to be fast, and it's going to be worth it. Uh, it's the Mobile Mechanic Road Service and Repairs, 281 670 5822. 281 670 5822. 
two two. Um, yeah, was that that concluded my adventure with the alternator with the mm-hmm. after we had that crazy roadside day. Oh man, it was wild. That was that was an awesome day too. We've had some good we had some good times here lately. We're we're hot. We're rolling hot. <laughs> rolling hot. You know who's not having a good day? Who? Uh, you might not have heard of this. Public Enemy has fired Flavor Flav, one of hip hop's most memorable hype men, after thirty seven years. How are they gonna do that to my boy Flavor Flav? Because the clock wasn't big enough, he just needed to just need to get a, a larger, of, a larger clock. Out of time, right? It seems unlikely. Um, I guess question one is thirty-seven years, huh? Yeah, that's rough. You just now realize it's not going to work out, <laughs> right? It's like I know you've been around here for a long time, but I think it's fine for us to part ways. It's like I've been here for nearly forty years. You couldn't wait three to get a forty, and then I leave. Could could have let me go two years early in thirty five. Could have just asked him to retire. I guess at this point, like, what is it really firing him? Like, right. First of all, question one: Is it firing him because is Public Enemy working? <laughs> this is all, these are all these are all good questions. Hold on, I'm looking at how old the Flavor Flav is. Oh, uh, he's got it. Well, thirty seven years of service. He was probably twenty when they started. He's probably He's not even 60, I bet. I bet he's 55, 57, somewhere in that range. Um, but first of all, Public Enemy, what are they doing? What do they need a hype man he's for? He's 60 years old. 60, exactly? Yeah. So he got, they, yeah, like they start, he was 23 when they started. What's he going to do with his life? <laughs> right. Um, honestly, I kind of, so, all right, so here's what's messed up. Public Enemy was gone and forgotten. And Flavor Flav went on and made his own reality show on VH1. Flavor of Love. It went on for four seasons. He oh, winds up yeah. hooking up with the tall, crazy model lady uh, who was like another 80s icon. Uh, Public Enemy really owes him. I don't I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird thing to be like, hey, Flavor Flav, I know you I know you did all this stuff for us. Like But we're brought, letting you go. Like Like nostalgia's big again, uh-huh. but really Flavor Flav is part of the reason nostalgia's big again. <laughs> like it's just it just feels disrespectful. Super does. And I'm not usually the guy who's like, hey, keep him around. Like, if someone's not helping, they're not helping. But, but I mean, like, 60-year-old Flavor Flav has yeah. been there for In the meantime, 62-year-old public oh. enemy? Like, what are they doing? <laughs> right. 60-year-old Flavor Flav been here for 37 years. And you're be like, all right, we're letting you go, dude. Like, it's time for the next chapter in our career. What? what? The next chapter of your career is retirement, my dude. Yeah. Someone called TD Ameritrade. That's who Flavor Flav needs to go to. Oh, man. How great would that be? That would be amazing. Like, he's campaign. selling, like, life insurance policies. No, 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 no. It's just about him retiring. So it's like the accountant guy's like, yeah, we could do that. And it's just because he's got millions. Like, right. it's, it'd be, like, ironically funny because yeah. they'd be like, well, what do you got in your 401k? He's like, I have one. What about in your bank account? Nine million. Ah, dang. I think we can work with that. Yeah, I think we can work with that. I think you're all right. We can we can definitely get you in a brownstone in Brooklyn. I don't I don't see a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> like like I mean, first of all, I hope Flavor Flav's okay. I hope he's not hope he's not having an issue of some kind. Uh but who's yeah. who's public enemy at this point? Like what's on their itinerary this year where they were like, We need to step our hype man game up. All right, we need to get rid of 60-year-old Flavor Flav. You know who they should have br- fired? We need to bring in 58-year-old <laughs> yeah. somebody else. They should have fired whoever's handling their, their like, promotions because I didn't know they were even working. 
I didn't either. So maybe so the only news they made is that they fired Flavor Flav. <laughs> maybe they need to set their marketing game up. This is just a mistake all around. This and this feels like the guy who wears clocks probably has a better grasp on how to get attention than whoever you're gonna bring in next. Right. This guy is called Four Years, Four Seasons on the VH1. Yeah, the the Flavor of Love, whatever it was, it was on there forever. He made stars out of the girls who were trying to date him. Like, that's genius. Remember New York? Whatever her name was? I don't know. Does it matter? <laughs> the point is, is that Flavor Flayed made them. Right. I don't, I mean. 37 I, years. I, like, you get fired from anywhere working there for like five years. You're like, dang, I was there for so long and they done fired me. 37? And they're like, sorry, chief, this ain't working out. Yeah, and like, what, to me the bigger thing is like, what are they preparing for next? Like, is Public Enemy about to direct a movie? Like, why did why do they need a hype man, and why do they need a better one than Flavor Flav? Right. Also, I can't think of someone who was a, a, a better one. At getting attention? Right. Also, Flavor Flav has a really great philosophy on life. Um, I remember Chris Rock one time. Was it Chris Rock? Uh, it might not have been. It might have been somebody else, and I'm getting the story wrong a little bit. But they're on one of the roasts, and a lot of the worst jokes are directed at Flavor Flav. And one of the guys had only just met Flavor Flav and, and didn't know a lot about him and, and didn't feel comfortable necessarily crushing him like that on TV. Mm-hmm. So he actually catches Flavor Flav the day of rehearsals and pulls him aside. And he's like, hey, man, like, are you okay with all these shots getting fired? And he goes, they can say whatever they want, man, because at the end of the day, they got to pay me. And you're right. Like, right. Flavor Flav's got the right idea about publicity and about how to use it. Like, he might be the perfect hype man for somebody like Public Enemy. Right. In the meantime, Public Enemy's like, what we don't need is an accomplished veteran hype man who's been with us for 37 years. Right. What we definitely need is to try someone new out. (laughs) Like, this is going to work. I hope they get someone older. (laughs) Is Phil Collins available? Right, yeah, that's the real question. That'd be ball. Although, to be fair, if if you were upgrading from Flavor Flav to Phil Collins, you'd be like, you, you'd have to think about that one. You'd be like, well, yeah, damn, for sure. I feel like that's good. probably a trade up. But like, it's got to be somebody big, right? You can't yeah. get rid of Flavor Flav to go like, I don't know, somebody from the hills. Like, yeah, like, you gotta no go. One... You can't go uh, like lesser reality star. You've got to go bigger on whatever right. you do here. If it goes flavor flavor, you gotta get like Mark Cuban from Shark Tank or something. Yeah, something ridiculous. Somebody big. Um All right. Well I guess we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here. We're gonna get somebody bigger and get rid of Nico after four years of Nerd Thug Radio. Right, yeah. It's gonna after thirty four years. Yeah, uh, 30, 35 years. <laughs> that's what I'll do. Yeah, I'll just Phil Collins is only nine years older than Flavor Flav. Yeah, there you go. See he's, he's sixty nine. Nice. I'm just gonna fire you thirty four oh, years. Oh, he's born on the same he's born on the same day dad was. Wow. Oh, that's neat. You know what? I always did like Phil. Um, <laughs> all right. On behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself, on behalf of Tiger Rock Martial Arts, uh, Citizen's Grill Adventure Begins, Donnie Utsal, and my friend Anthony Rowe, the mobile mechanic. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. From chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to spicy shrimp tacos or a double bone-in pork chop, There are many items listed on the menu of the Woodlands area's newest restaurant and lounge. With two full bars, 40 beers on tap, 23 wines by the glass, and a large, family-friendly patio, Citizen's Grill is designed to create a fun atmosphere. 
Interested in Hungry Parties can find them on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from the Escape Theater and Dell Webb. Open weekdays 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and weekends 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And interested parties should absolutely check out the Nerd Thug Radio events pages for specials. Hi, Conroe. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. For people interested in saving money on car and home insurance, they should contact Sean Myers Insurance Services. If you look on Google, you'll see plenty of five-star reviews for these guys. They're great. They're an independent agent able to shop over 15 national carriers to find the best coverage at the best price for that customer. They do specialize in home insurance as well as bundling with auto to maximize discounts. They would want you to know that they consider their customers family and that their policy is caring and, and their goal is to bring value by going through your coverage line by line to make sure you actually understand what you have. The interested parties should call 936-760-5963 if they're interested in saving money on car insurance today. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oliver wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio.